0: Hi, welcome back to Nikki Teaches What. Today we are going to be talking about fears of homeschooling. So I wanted to talk about a handful of things that moms and dads, parents alike, encounter or think about when they either first start homeschooling or when they're considering it. And I think there are a handful of these that probably every single parent who has homeschooled or who is homeschooling. These are things that every single one of us have thought of that we have felt that we have feared, either before we started or maybe we're still currently, you know, going through those. But um, I just wanted to dive in and uh, discuss some of these things because I think. Um, They are super helpful to someone who may be struggling with one of these things or maybe you're considering homeschooling but you're like, oh, I'm not sure. And I really hope that this is an episode that will help you get over that fear or help you to overcome that fear so that you can dive right in and start teaching your children. You're listening to Nikki Teaches What, a podcast for newish homeschooling moms, a place you can come and find encouragement and support. None of us have it all figured out, but I hope to come alongside you in this journey to educate our children at home while building lifelong memories and connections. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, sit back, and let's dive in. All right, so before we get started, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about really quickly. So, and this will lead us into the very first um, fear that I wanted to chat about. So, <clears throat> prior to me homeschooling my children, I was not really a big fan of homeschooling. I didn't really believe in it, I didn't think that it was a good thing. I kind of rolled my eyes at parents who Did homeschool their children. And I'm, it's so hard for me to say that now because I believe in it so much and I'm so incredibly passionate about it now, obviously, because I have created an entire podcast about it. But I wanted to preface all of the things that we're going to chat about today with this because I think for me to be fall so deeply in love with home education, it is a big deal because I was not a believer in it, mostly because I was ignorant about it, which is why I'm so passionate about it now, because I want to educate other people like my old self who didn't believe in it and who didn't think that it was this great thing. I want to educate those people on homeschooling and the benefits of it, whether or not you choose to do it with your children or, you know, if you know other kids who are doing it, whether or not you are doing it yourself, I just want to educate other people on it so that they know that either, A, they have other choices, that the public school system is not their only choice, or two, that they don't do what I used to do and roll their eyes at families who chose that For their children. So with that being said, let's roll into some of these. The first fear that I wanted to chat about is I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified to teach my children. This is something that I think even moms who are currently homeschooling their children or um, who are in their first year probably or who are just starting they probably feel this still. I mean I, there are still sometimes that I'm like I cannot do this. I'm not qualified. There's no way that I can do this. We all have those days anyway. But I think this is something that a lot of moms typically fear when they're like I couldn't even do that. Like I am not qualified. And the reason that I wanted to preface this episode with me not really believing in homeschooling, that was something that I also used to think was, you know, we as parents are not qualified to teach our children, you know, that's why people go to school to be teachers, like they have to have a degree to be able to teach our children. Now, I have best friends who are teachers, and they are amazing, and they, you know, have all of the degrees and classes and courses and things that I do not have yes however there was one thing that really changed my mind about me not being qualified to teach my children or you as a parent you as a mom not being qualified to teach your children a friend of mine who I'm pretty sure I referenced her in the first episode she is kind of like my my Yoda she is my homeschooling mentor She really, really helped me um, answer a lot of questions and just, she has continued to encourage and support me during this first year. But she said something to me that was so profound that it truly just changed my entire mindset and outlook on homeschooling my kids. She said to me, you know, who used to teach children before the public school system did. And I'm like, um, uh, great question. I'm like, m-m- parents? And she said, yeah, yep. You know, the public school system is relatively new in the spectrum of the United States and of the world. You know, public schools did not always exist. And before that, who used to teach children? Mothers, mothers used to do that, and it wasn't until you know the government, our government, other governments, and the public school told us that we are not qualified to teach them anymore. Um, whether that was you know purposeful, I don't know. But this isn't a history lesson on the public school system. All this, all this is just to make a point that you know, we as moms, we, we are the ones who used to always teach our kids until public school came around. So for you to feel like you're not qualified, that's just not true. You are qualified. You know, think about all of the other things that you teach your children. We teach them literally everything else. Everything. We teach them how to eat, how to drink, how to use the bathroom, and let me tell you, potty training a child is definitely harder than teaching them how to read. I promise you that. Um, We teach them, you know, how to talk, how to run, how to jump, how to throw a ball. We teach them so many things. We teach them how to get dressed, how how to brush their teeth, you know, just all of these life, Skills like they need to know how to do those things in order to live, and we are the ones who teach them that. So, why on earth would you think that you are not capable of teaching them how to simply read or do math or you know learn about science and history and all these things? Like, most of us come from. Public school system, or you know, we went to college, like we have education, so why do we think that we can't then just hand that over to our kids? We can, we can do that, you can do that. So, I never want any mom to feel like they're not qualified to teach their kids. You are, you are qualified, you have done so much already. And if you're worried about teaching them how to read, girl, you can do it. Yes, you can. The next fear on my list is I cannot be with my kids all day. No way. I cannot be with them all day. Yep. Same. I feel you. So, I have to say, before, if you have listened to the first episode, I talked about it briefly how uh, my two oldest were in preschool. So they were in preschool, and then we pulled them out. So one of the things that I was looking forward to before we decided to homeschool was having one of my children be in kindergarten all day and be away from me all day. So then I would only have at the time, two other kids to worry about, and um, so I was, like, looking forward to having less kids with me, because I'm like, I can't be with my kids all day, like, I look forward to them going away, and having me time, and blah, 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 well, after we pulled them from homes, or from preschool, I realized that those few hours that they were at preschool, which would then turn into, you know, my oldest going to kindergarten and being gone all day, I was going to miss so much time with them. I was going to miss so much time. And, you know, I'd already missed the first few years of his life, a lot of it, because I worked, because I worked full time and because I traveled a lot for work. So I had already missed so much time with him. And, you know, once we decided to homeschool and I knew that he was not going to be leaving me anymore, I kind of had like a breath of relief. I didn't have that sadness going into starting a school year. I didn't have the sadness of, you know, having to send my kid away all day and miss them. I didn't, I don't, I don't ever get to miss my kids really because I'm with them all the time. Now I know this is a great fear of moms because I think like once you start getting into the habit of like sending them to preschool and then you have that little bit of free time, you're like, I can't give that up now. Well, I am here to tell you that I sit here as a mom of four and I regularly get me time. Now, it doesn't happen every day the way that I like it to, but I would say most of the time that it does. So if one of your fears is fearing being with your kids too much, One thing I want to say is, I can guarantee you, when your kids are all grown, they're adults, they're all gone, they don't live in your house anymore, you will not regret spending too much time with them. You won't. You just will not. That is not going to be something that you will regret doing. I promise that. Two if you are used to having your kids in school right now and you're fearing, like, that transition, that's justified. It's definitely going to be a transition. And it was for me, too. I mean, and my kids were only in preschool, so they were only away from me for a couple of hours a few times a week. But it was still a transition. And that's just as with everything. Like, everything is going to take time to just get adjusted to you know, finding a new rhythm and a new routine in your day to day, but you will definitely be able to do that. Another thing that is important is making sure that you do get that little bit of me time. So like I said, you know, I have four kids and I would say most of the time I get at least 30 to 45 minutes, if not an hour of Quiet time every day where I can either take a nap, yep, you bet I do that if I get to uh, take a nap, read a book, do some work, do watch a TV show. Like I still get to have that time even though I'm homeschooling my kids. Because one thing that I will always recommend and suggest for everyone I don't care how old your kids are give them a rest time every day especially if you are an introverted mom like myself, you will need that quiet time and that downtime to just kind of regroup. So if you're worried about just being with your kids all day and you just don't know if you can handle it, if you just don't have the patience for it, incorporate a rest time in your daily rhythm And it will do wonders for you. And honestly, if you already have little kids, if you have toddlers, babies, um, even, you know, elementary aged kids, you know, they at one point napped. And if you have babies and toddlers, like they will nap. Use that nap time to create a rest time for your entire house. So, you know, I have a five, a four, a two year old, and baby. So when the two year old, naps typically the baby is napping too so whenever he naps that is when we will do our rest time or our quiet time and I will set them up with their daily screen time they get a little bit of screen time either with a tv or a tablet or they will play with their legos quietly in the room they have to stay in the room and do something quiet whatever that is I don't care what it is they get to pick Aside from incorporating a daily rest time, which may be a little bit more challenging as your kids get older, it just depends. I don't know. I'm not there yet, so I have all little kids, so it's still very easy. I wouldn't say very easy, but it's relatively simple for me to incorporate a daily quiet time into our schedule. But if that's not something that you think that you can get your kid to do, think of it like this. You are not home all the time right now anyway. You will still be able to, you know, get out of the house. It's not like you're going to be trapped in the house with your kids from daylight to dark 365 days a year. That's not how it works. I mean, you will have opportunities to be a part of co-ops and playgroups and go to the park whenever you feel like it. Um, you can go on field trips whenever you feel like it. You are not trapped in your house. If you need to just go to a friend's house and let your kids play and just have a mom-to-mom, I-need-some-adult conversation time, you get to do that because you have that flexibility now. So the fear of, I can't be with my kids all day. I mean, I'm not with my kids all day. I'm with them a lot of the time, but... Even when I am with them and we are in the same house, we're not always shoulder to shoulder. They're not always annoying me and, you know, asking for a million snacks and whatever. I mean, they are a lot of the time, but we still have that quiet time every day so that I have a chance to kind of just regroup and, you know, get ready for the rest of the evening. Another fear that I often hear, and one that I had myself, was what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I can't do this? And what if I mess them up? What if I can't teach them all the things that they need to know? What happens So I will say, when we started this first year, one of the things that I said from the very beginning, and I still say to this day, we go year by year. Really, we go month by month. What worked this year may not work next year or the year after that. What worked for my oldest son may not work for my youngest son. I have no idea. But... If you have to end up sending your kid back to public school or if you have to register them for public school or any type of brick and mortar, wherever that is, you haven't failed. And that was something that I really struggled with at the beginning because I was so, even though I you know, knew going into it you know, we're just going to go year by year. We're just going to see what happens this year and we'll go, you know, we'll play it by year after that. Because I was asked, so are you just homeschooling this year or are you homeschooling like forever? I mean, you don't ask kids going into public school, so are you just going to public school this year or are you going to skip next year and then maybe do, you know, fifth and sixth? Like nobody asks public school kids that. I'm not sure why people ask homeschool. Family's that, but my answer always was, I don't know. We are going to go with this year and see what happens. But I was still afraid of failing. And I realized, you know, a couple months into it that even if I can't, you know, provide the things for my children at this moment, it doesn't mean that I won't be able to provide them with that education at another point. You know, kids that go to public school, it's not like they have a linear line of learning. They don't. They all have gaps in their education, but they're all, cl- you know, clustered into a group, so you don't always see everyone's shortcomings. And when family is homeschooling, you can pretty clearly see like if one kid is struggling with something in particular because there's no one else to compare him to. And I am here to tell you that you are not going to fail. You cannot fail. If you are showing up every day just being with your children, You are going to be okay. Your kids are going to be okay. And they will learn something every single day. Whether or not you sit down at the table and do a math lesson or if you sit on the couch and snuggle and watch a movie that day, they will learn something because that's what kids do. They are learning at every second of every day. And that is the beauty of homeschooling because there is no box that they have to fit in and your failure or your fear of failure is is not going to happen as long as you continue to love on your kids and just spend time with them and put the effort in when it's needed and then just take a rest when it's needed you know, homeschooling is not just teaching a curriculum to your child. You are fostering this love of learning in them. And if you just continue to encourage their curiosity and their exploration and their innovation and whatever that is and their creativity, you will not fail. You won't. I promise you, you will not. And if you are even considering homeschooling, you're not going to fail them because you already have this love for them that you want to educate them to. And that takes a lot of guts to even want to do that and so much love for your kid to sacrifice to do that for them and with them. You're not going to fail. So I just want to run through a couple more just really quickly. Another fear that I often hear is I don't have enough patience, but honestly, every mom feels inadequate and like they do not have patience. So this is no different than you being a mom any day, every day. Every mom feels that way regardless of if they're homeschooling. So, I mean, that's just parenting and that will pass. Not every day will be easy, but... If you are just confident in your love for your children and just know that some days are going to be better than others, it's going to be okay. That patience will ebb and flow and you will soon quickly see the things that you may have shorter patience with and you will adjust accordingly. Another fear is I hated school, how the heck am I gonna teach my kid to love school, to love learning, if I hated it? Well, one thing that you will learn as you first get into it is homeschooling is not public school at home. It looks different from public school, it looks different for every family, and that is the beauty, is that you can tailor your homeschool to your own schedule, to your personality, to the needs of your particular family, to the needs of each child individually. And, you know, the the only thing that you will have to consider is your state's homeschooling laws. And otherwise, you will just take those guidelines and you get to do what works for you. So, You know, if if you feel like I hated school and I don't know how I'm gonna get my kids to actually love learning and love school, I would just encourage you to just sit down and just write out like what are the what are the things that you hated about school. Here are a few things that I I know why I hated school and why I actually just recently I just recently asked my niece this question, why do you hate school? Just because I was curious. And a few of the things that she listed were, it's boring. I don't like sitting in class. My favorite thing to do is lunch. And why? Because she gets to sit and talk with her friends. So those are a few things that I admittedly probably are the, have the same reasons for why I hated school. And I think if you sit down and write down what are the reasons why you hated school as a kid, you probably have similar reasons. So if you're worried about, you know, your kids not liking it, I can practically guarantee you that that will not happen. Will they be bored some days? Well, maybe, but boredom is good for kids. Um, but ultimately they have a say, so in the things that they learn and, You know, you get to change and adapt those things as they grow. So there won't really ever be a time that they will have this great dislike for it. And if they do, you can send them to public school to give them a taste of what they could have instead. So a funny story, Um, there's a family that goes to our church. And they homeschooled their kids all the way from the beginning, all the way up. And one of their kids decided at one point when they were in high school that I don't want to homeschool anymore. I want to go to public school. So he went to public school for a semester and he promptly was back home by January because he quickly realized what a dream it is to not have to go to high school. Now, of course, there are always exceptions. Of course, there are kids who were homeschooled half of the time and then went to public school and loved it, you know, and had a great time and enjoyed it and did well, whatever. But I would say most of the time, if your kids are, or if they start homeschooling, they are not likely ever going to want to go to public school. So the reasons that you hated school are not going to be the same reasons why your kids might not enjoy every subject that you teach. And the last and final thing I wanted to talk about was the fear of feeling overwhelmed and just not being organized enough to be able to do this. Well... Spoiler alert, I am not organized. I mean, I am a little bit, but probably from other people, I if they had a glimpse into my life, they would say I'm not organized. But I am here to tell you that most homeschool moms feel unorganized even if they are organized. They probably don't feel that way. And they probably feel overwhelmed at times too. I would be lying if I said that sometimes it's not overwhelming. It is. But one thing I want you to remember is you are homeschooling and planning and thinking about just for this year. Like I said just a few minutes ago about you know the fear of failure and you know possibly having having to send them back back to school or register them for school you know that's okay if that happens but you don't have to go into this committing to teach your child forever you are just responsible for planning this year and thinking about right now do don't think about You know, how am I going to teach them algebra and geometry and like all these things? Because those are things that I definitely was fearful of and those things made me feel overwhelmed and sometimes it still does. But when I just stop and think about how far into the future that is, it, it just doesn't matter. Like Those are not things that I need to worry about right now. Right now, I need to focus on teaching my children how to read and write and do basic math. That is where we're at. And those are all things that I am well-equipped to teach them. And when it comes time to something that I may not know super well, there are so many resources available to teach our kids those things like math is not my strong suit so that is something that I am going to need help with outside resources to teach them and that's okay and those resources are available for you so don't get overwhelmed in thinking about long term just think about what you're giving to your children by educating them at home in their own space in their own environment And, um, you know, don't worry about planning everything like down to the minute, like this is what we're going to do this day. And this is what we're going to do for this hour. And this is what we're going to do in the afternoon. Take it day by day. If you need to take it week by week, month by month, and don't even worry about year over year, all of those things will fall into place. And especially if you have multiple children, you know, your first child may be the hardest because that will always be the first time you're teaching all of those things. But the more times you teach them to other kids, the easier and easier it's going to get. And I'm here to encourage you to to not feel super overwhelmed about all of the details long term. All of that stuff will, you know, come as it comes. And Just focus on today and now and creating memories and creating bonds with your children that simply can't be created at school. And this is going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really hope that by hearing this episode, you feel encouraged and empowered to make the very brave choice of home educating your children. If you're still feeling unsure or a little fearful, I would absolutely love to hear from you and to talk to you. You can find my website and my social media links down below in the show notes. So until next time talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Nikki Teaches What, the podcast for newish homeschooling moms. I'd love to hear from you. Head to my site at www.nikkysaidwhat.com to send me an email or send me a question that you'd love to hear featured in the podcast. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're feeling extra supportive today, I'd love if you could leave a review or a rating on iTunes. This helps me reach more moms like yourself. Happy homeschooling, friends.